You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's the Bomber Brothers Podcast with Ryan and Sean Chichester. Swung on and driven to deep left. For the line, she is gone. Aaron Judge, line one right down the line. Swung on and line to right center field. It is a base hit. Grounding third, scoring kind of from left off. And the Yankees win the ball game with two in the bottom of the ninth. Hit in the air to left center, it is high. It is far, it is gone. It's a grand slam. Oh, a Stantonian home run. Talking all things Yankees baseball. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Bomber Brothers podcast. Sean and Ryan Chichester back after an off day. We took a day off as well. Hope everybody enjoyed the day off. It's always nice to have a day off after the Yankees sweep a mini series against their rivals while the two teams chasing them in the division beat each other up a little bit and just trade wins and losses for a few days. And now the Yankees sit with a six and a half game lead heading into this uh, weekend series in Milwaukee. Um, then we've got some reinforcements coming back. Uh, Raldis Chapman is supposed to be coming back tonight as we record on Friday morning. Looks like Anthony Rizzo is on track for Sunday and a bunch of other people still on rehab assignments. Harrison Bader hit a home run and with uh, Somerset on Wednesday. So, Sean, things uh, things looking up. Yeah, and we got, um, you know, uh, LeMayhew playing catch in the outfield. F. Ross is progressing well. He's going to face live hitters today. So we got guys coming back. We're starting to win some ball games. And uh, definitely the, the the two games at Fenway were very exciting and finding ways to win again. I think we kind of talked about that in our last episode. The the Yankees are finding ways to pull some of these games out, which is pretty pretty a pretty good sign that that they've kind of come pulled out of their funk. And um yeah, we're getting guys back and we're getting guys going again with Glaber having, uh, I think you picked him for the belt. So congrats to you, because even though Judge had two home runs in the first game, Glaber had a little league home run and he had a uh, huge hit in extra innings with two outs when it looks like the Yankees were about to squander that opportunity in game one. Yeah, and I believe had a three hit night on on Wednesday after that. But yeah, he's been fantastic. Uh, we have said it before how Glaber is at his best when he hits the opposite way and he has an opposite field percentage of about 40% this month. That would be by far his best mark um, of the season in terms of his monthly numbers. And in August when he was terrible, it was way down at about 23.9 was, I believe the, uh, the number his walk rate has shot up from August to September. So he's seeing the, seeing the ball better. He's waiting on the ball more and taking it to the opposite field. We saw it on the little league home run with what should have just been a single to right field 
and then the Red Sox happened. And then in the 10th inning, splits the outfielders in right center for the bases clearing double. And the Yankees needed every single one of those runs because it was came down to a tense finish with uh, Wandy Peralta and Rafael Devers. And that's some of my favorite parts. Like, obviously, it's so tension-filled and you're super nervous, but those are some of my favorite parts of baseball where it's like your, your team's trying to close out a win. There's a winning run at the plate. Of course, it always winds up being the other team's best hitter, and then it's just a battle to try to, to, try to finish it off. I mean, I always go back to, like, you know, peak forms of that, like in 2015 when it's like Andrew Miller versus Troy Tulowitzki for 13 pitches or whatever it was when the Yankees were in that division battle with the Blue Jays. Of course, the Red Sox are buried in the division and they're not even a factor and are honestly just terrible. But it was still it was still tension filled because just because it's Devers and the Yankees were trying to build off that momentum of taking the first two from or the last two from Tampa over the weekend and they were able to close it out. Thanks to thanks to Wandy. Yeah, I mean, guys got some guts. I think uh, Mike Francesa coined the phrase "the guts of a cat burglar." Now <laughs> Tanaka, and I'll say the same thing about Wandy. He's got, he's got some guts. And uh, yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. It's funny. The cool thing about baseball is when you when the game's on the line, you don't get to really choose who's up at the plate, except for a pinch hitter if if, if you have a good one. And sometimes the game manages to put it together so that you still have that premier matchup. And those those moments are definitely special. And, um, you know, I, I will say I've I've killed Boone on this this podcast. I, I can also say I don't think this was a um, very uh, uh, this was a very apparent move to make. But but putting in Florial for Stanton. Uh, at the runner on first at the time you're just like oh we just need a single but obviously Florial's a better runner than Stanton and he winds up scoring from first on that double on a ball probably even even though Florial did take a tumble he got a, he recovered very quickly yeah <laughs> uh you know I don't think Stanton scores on that and then the game would have been tied but yeah there's nothing more tension filled than uh being on the road and trying to close out a, a tight game like that because you know if Devers puts one in the seats you're just going home and yeah, I thought the Yankees really, uh, I don't want to say needed that win, but really could have used that win. And it was good that they got it after having that momentum from the two games in Tampa or against Tampa, excuse me. So uh, that was a big win. And then they come back the next day with, uh, you know, just a, a gem by Nestor. But, you know, in the first game on a negative side, Cole got roughed up a little bit. Do you worry about that at all? Oh, I absolutely worry worry about that. I mean, we were talking or it was taught. I remember uh, Sweeney was, was talking about it on the fan recently, how it felt like Cole was peaking at the right time after he absolutely mowed down the twins and had, what was it? 14 strikeouts in his last start. And then again, he just, I guess I should say I'm not as worried. Cause you know, you know, he's not going to have to pitch in Fenway in the playoffs because of how bad the Red Sox are. But Man, when he when he pitches in Fenway, the the balls just fly out of the park. I mean, three home runs allowed again. And I guess I should say, I don't I don't worry about Cole in terms of he's going to come into a playoff start and get absolutely blown out. I'm worried about Cole because he's so susceptible to the home run that if it comes with just a couple people on base in a playoff series, and the Yankees are taking on, you know, a Javier or a Verlander. That that could just be the game right there already because the Yankees struggle a lot offensively when they're facing really good pitching. And 
a team like the Astros, who they could very well face in, in an ALCS situation, they have two of the best pitchers in the league. So all it's going to take is a three-run home run by Jordan Alvarez or a timely two-run home run by Altuve. And it just seems like Cole can't get through a star without giving up a home run or two. Sometimes it looks even worse like on Tuesday when he gives up three. So I personally think the Yankees have some decisions to make. The, do they want to go, is Cole your game one starter? Is Nestor your game one starter? He's been your most consistent starter this season. Uh, I'm sure they're not going to do that because they will always maintain that Cole is their ace. He's their $36 million man. But I I, I personally think Cortez is is going to give you the best chance. He is does a much better job of keeping the ball in the park at least, but I would certainly worry about Cole in that aspect. Uh, what's your concern level for Cole after getting a little bit teed off on once again? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. I'd say medium rare. I'm not too uh, not too concerned about it, but still I have some doubts in my mind about him that I don't want to have this late in the season. Um, he sucks at Fenway Park. There's no other way to put it. He cannot pitch there and usually struggles against the Red Sox in general. He's kind of like the anti-Stan where Stan usually crushes Boston for us. and I know. Stan had me worried on Wednesday. Over four with four strikeouts at Fenway. It's so unlike him. And then he ripped that. Uh, I mean, he had some help from Abraham Almonte, who had an mm-hmm. absolute nightmare in center field. But it was nice to see him finally smoke a ball. The Red Sox outfielder is really just terrible against the Yankees this season. But, um, yeah, I mean, I am concerned because, like you're saying, in a playoff series, one of those mistakes is could be season ending you know even not even against houston if they play seattle or tampa in the first round like you're going up a team like that with that kind of pitching you could be in real trouble you give up a three-round home or imagine you're facing castillo forget it look look Done. look no look no further than the yankees last home playoff yeah. game they have played it was game five against the astros in the 2019 alcs um hicks Hicks hits a three-run home run off Verlander right after LeMahieu let off with one to tie the game. So after the first inning, the Yankees are leading 4-1. And then both pitchers settle down. Paxton throws a gem. Verlander settles in, and nobody nobody scores again. Like Sometimes that is literally all it takes. And there are far too many times where you see Cole have this – spectacular hiccup of an inning where he gives up two home runs. And again, if it, if it comes at a bad time when there's a few men on base, that, that could be a game and that could be a series, especially because 
it is very, very likely that he will be pitching twice in a series. So that, that certainly, certainly scares me. There are obviously other aspects of the Yankees and a potential opponent like the Astros that scare me just as much, if not more, but no, Cole is Cole is definitely a, a concern for me. Although I, I know a lot of his, a lot of these big time struggles are for whatever reason linked to the Red Sox and Fenway. And they, uh, they will not have to worry about that because Boston is, is very, very bad. You mentioned, you mentioned the Yankees finding ways to win again. I think Wednesday was a lot more of the Red Sox <laughs> just kind of finding ways to lose. The little league home run was absolutely fantastic to watch unfold. That was hilarious. I mean, you had, and then Glaber was a part of, I was in the middle of it again when he uh, caught the Red Sox sleeping on, it didn't lead to a run, but just highlights just how seemingly ready this team is for the season to end. But it does a delayed steal on a lazy throw back to uh back to the pitcher after after just a normal ball inside and he takes third base and then we had the uh ninth inning adventures with Almonte out there in in center field so they uh they certainly kicked the ball around and and coughed away that game yeah i think the one thing about about Cole too is with the rotation that they should have going into the postseason, you're not going to feel like if we lose one of the Cole starts, we're totally screwed because you have Nestor and hopefully Sevi, um, who's who's ramping up and and Montas, you know, I don't know how they're going to fit in if if they want to fit in Tyone, who's pitched better as of late again. Um, you know, I think there's there's other starters there that you feel really good about. Um, as well, where as the first couple of years with Cole, you have not felt that way. So, um, it, it, you know, that's why I'm, I'm concerned, but I'm not freaking out because I know there's other guys that can get it done. And I also think Cole has shown that he can pitch in the playoffs when he's healthy. He pitched great in the fir- his first year in 2020. He was hurt in 2021 with the hammy or, or, or whatnot. And he just stinks at Fenway. I mean, he's pitched well recently, except for for Fenway. The game against the Angels that he lost was really, you know, it was a, an error and then a homer, and that was it. But, you know, those homers can cost you. But, um, yeah, I, I also think, you know, the Yankees offense is is kind of coming to life. Like we said, we have Glaber coming Glaber coming back to life. Uh, Giancarlo, I, I know he didn't put up at Fenway like we thought he would, but he's showing signs of, you know, being himself again. And then if we have Rizzo come back, Bader looks like he hasn't missed a beat. It actually, he looks better. And I mean, he's facing minor league pitching, but he uh, he had a homer, he had a double, and he's gonna, I think, bring a little, uh, you know, take away a hole in the lineup when he comes in. And then, you know, Lemayhew, and and if you get Benintendi or Carpenter back, that's another bonus. So that's a lot of bats to add to a lineup that is starting to look like itself again. And um, I think that's huge for not only the postseason, but for us fans, as we are officially on 62 watch for judge now with the two homer night on, on Tuesday, that was, you know, awesome. I'm, I'm so amped for the next homestand that the, the fact that he could get to 62 next week. Yeah, we are, we are officially on, you know, MLB network show cut to every Aaron judge at bat live 
That's just where we're at in the season now. He's at 57 home runs. They've got, what, 20, 20 games to go, 19 yeah. games to go. Uh, so he is absolutely on pace to get somewhere around 65 home runs, which is just unbelievable. I, I mean, I don't I don't know what else to say about this guy, not just the number of home runs and the fact that he is actually closing in on, you know, for us as Yankee fans, especially for Yankee fans, our age, like the number, just the number 61 is so mythical and so seemingly untouchable. Obviously we saw it happen in 1998 and then there's plenty of fallout about, about all that, but just, just the number is just so illustrious and never really thought we would see that approached in our lifetime, especially after everything with the Mitchell report and Balco and the league league wide crackdown. And, and then here comes, here comes judge a Yankee of all people now approaching, approaching the record and the American league record. And just the way that he's doing it, him just himself. And then the way that he's doing it in comparison to the rest of the league is absolutely mind blowing. You know, he is 20 home runs ahead of Kyle Schwarber in second place uh, on the home run leaderboard across the league. And I think it was Bob Nightingale who said that no player has ever finished 20 home runs ahead of whoever's in second place in a season since Babe Ruth, when he obviously created the home run revolution by being so far ahead of his time. And he lasted that in 1928. So judge is looking to do something that hasn't been done in almost a hundred years by a Yankee now look, you know, obviously looking to do something that no one has done since Maris, which has been over 60 years. He's even flirting with, with the triple crown, which no Yankee has done in, in almost 70 years with Mickey Mantle in 56. I mean, he is any of the most legendary Yankees you could think of. He is on some kind of pace to do something that only they have done in this team's history. And it has been, an absolute joy to watch. It was thrilling on Tuesday with with those two home runs and just the way and he does it. And they were big home runs. Yeah, exactly. Really big. One one was what a, a game tying home run in the eighth inning, and the other was a game tying home run in the sixth. Or mm-hmm. I think. And one one was to the bullpen in right center field, and then the other one was just right through the light tower uh, over the green monster. I mean, he's he's just uh yeah he's he's just unbelievable. Imagine if they had locked him up before the season, how good you'd feel about it. This yeah, is, I know. This, exactly. is the, this is the contract year to end all contract years. I mean, just incredible. And I'm not trying to put a negative spin on it. I'm just being silly. But no, that's no. not a negative spin. That's a reality. There is that lingering pit in your stomach every time he hits one where it's like, man, is this the last time we, we get to watch him as a Yankee? And it's going to be arguably the greatest season in Yankee history. That would be yeah. The most catastrophic thing you could possibly think of, but yeah, could no continue back to your positive vibes. No, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm super excited. I think the, the cool thing is right. Like if he gets to 62 there and he's not on the Yankees, there is this debate over if it matters and blah, blah, blah. But as we saw with when Jeter passed Lou Gehrig, holding a Yankee record is an extremely important thing for this franchise especially for a franchise as historic as the Yankees. So it doesn't matter. And I don't think it should matter to the fans what the major league record is because seeing a Yankee set a record is a very rare thing. We've only really seen what like Derek Jeter and now maybe Aaron judge 
um, break any kind of team records in, in our lifetime. And and that's going to be a really historic moment. Uh, it, it will be the American League record as well. So even though you have these kind of Fugazi records and, you know, I, I have my own thoughts about that. Like there were pitchers juicing too. So was the playing field really even? Was it not? I don't know. But regardless, Aaron Judge, unless something crazy happens, will break the Yankees and American League single season home run record. And that's something to just celebrate on its own. It's, it's going to be awesome if and when it happens. Um, you know, I'm I'm looking at the calendar and trying to figure out about what. But you never know, because Judge could have three homers this weekend. It, that would not surprise me if he yeah. got to 60 by Sunday. But it also wouldn't surprise me if he just, you know, goes two for four every game and gets walked once and, and you know, has a couple singles and doubles because that's the kind of hitter he's turned into. And he's, what, 10 points behind the American League lead for batting average now? So we are on we are on American League single season home run record watch. We are on triple crown watch. And uh, just enjoy the next, it's, it's almost three weeks of the season. And uh, I, I think the Yankees jumping out to, you know, six and a half game lead uh, also really helps that I hope and judging by how the team is playing, I think this is the case that they took the best punches they could. They were down. Maybe they took a standing eight count and now they're uh, now now they're hopefully rolling again. Yeah, they, they took a wobbly eight count. <laughs> it was uh, it was very close to uh an all-out collapse, but yeah, I mean, thank the baseball gods that the Yankees have given themselves a little bit more of a cushion again in in the American League East, so we could enjoy this race a little bit more and, and judges chase for history. And like you mentioned, I mean, this is something that we really have never seen before as Yankee fans, and maybe something we'll never see again. Who knows? I mean. You know, we had Jeter. We got to see the first Yankee ever log 3,000 hits. And like you said, aside from Jeter, it's hard to think of other Yankees who have given us this for fans of our generation. I mean, you know, you, you had Pettit set the, the strikeout record, I believe, but that was also just like, you know, workload and how long he, he was there. And obviously we love Andy and he's an awesome pitcher and had a, a mild Hall of Fame case, but that was also just because of how long he was in pinstripes. And also uh, when you see how white he was used. Yeah. Like he, you know, he was used more sparingly to to set up with other players, other teams' best pitchers. And and the Mariano thing too, like saves weren't a record. Yeah, until no, long. nobody was doing that. Um, and, and the Yankees are historically an offensive organization. Like they have, you know, Babe Ruth and like, you don't really think about too many pitchers when you think about the, the all-time grades for the Yankees other than Whitey and Mariano. Yeah, exactly. And even in A-Rod's MVP seasons, he was never getting particularly too close to to Maris's number. Um I'm trying I'm trying to think of some other guys, you know, Jeter's stolen base record again, that's kind of more just compiling that wasn't a that wasn't a it just doesn't have the same feel as as this one. It's it's super special even to somebody like me or you who Obviously, we're far from being alive in 1961, but it's still the number we've heard about for so long in our lives. I still remember going to the game as kids that one year where we got those Roger Maris commemorative flip books, which I love that. I love that flip book. I, I can't find mine. I'm so mad about it. But I have it on the shelf right right behind. Oh, me, nice. Actually. Yeah, th- that was that's awesome. The flip book of his 61st home run, like watching the movie, which is a great movie. Like it's it's a. Uh, 
it's an illustrious number. Like just hearing the number, even no matter what context it's in, like your mind immediately goes to it. And the fact that that could change and it's going to be a different number and it's going to be a different number because of a player we got to watch on a nightly basis, a homegrown Yankee. It's a, it's, it's very cool. I don't think it could be minimized. I've heard people debate like why this isn't getting more national attention or if it should be getting more national attention or if it matters outside of New York, because there's already been a number of hitters who have, surpass 61 but then counter argument of oh well those guys didn't do it on a level playing field I, I honestly don't care about any of those debates here in the new york area as yankee fans everybody is you know glued to the tv when he comes to bat i mean i i know i will be tonight and every game moving forward until until the season's over and that is that it's it's going to be a, a special few weeks Worry about yourselves. That's that's yeah. it. Let's worry about ourselves, and it's 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 going to be special regardless. I'm I'm already like, well, how many home runs is he at? When I start having to go every day, like, yeah, yeah, me too. Do, exactly. <laughs> do, do do you risk like he's at sixty? Like, what if he hits two in one game? Like, you miss it. You know, like who yeah, who knows? So anyway, but they they roll into to Milwaukee now, and and they have the pitching advantage. Um, you know, definitely tonight. And then it looks like two out of the three games. So what are you what are you looking for this series? Take two out of three. Just keep just keep winning series. I think that's all they need to do now at this point is win your series. They're they're all winnable ones moving forward. You got a four. Obviously, you know, it's hard to take three out of four even against the Red Sox. But after seeing them this past week, they uh, they don't look great. So it's very doable, especially at home. Even Baltimore has slowed down a bit. That's also going to be at home. Toronto on the road will be tough, but you know, all these series are winnable, and that's all. That's all I think we should be be hoping for is to take take series. I mean, I know Milwaukee has good pitching, but I still think the Yankees have the edge tonight with Montas. He's been looking a lot better. Um, Even Tyone, he's been pitching a lot better lately. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, you know, Adrian Hauser's pitching tonight from Milwaukee with his four six ERA. Obviously, that is a, a candidate for one of those random pitchers who shuts down the Yankees for six innings. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, you know, Saturday the pitching matchup is is tough. I mean, I, well, you just mentioned Tyone, but Brandon Woodruff is has been solid all year for Milwaukee, and um, you know, luckily don't have Burns in this series, so that helps. But then you've got Cole in the finale, so. This is absolutely a series that the Yankees could and should take two out of three. I'm not going to get greedy and talk about sweep. I know Milwaukee has just been on a completely different trajectory since their since their trade deadline, but this is this is a series that I want the Yankees to take and hopefully Judge hits. I don't know. It's weird because now I don't want him to hit too many home runs because I want him to be back home <laughs> when it when it happens, but. Let's hope for the Yankees to take two out of three and judge hits a home run one, maybe one home run or two. We, I guess he can do two. Get him up to 60. Why not go to 60, come yeah. home for 61. As That's soon it. as he gets to 60, I think we're in go to every game mode. Oh, with that traffic, it's going to be tough. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, I hate it so much. I started looking into buying a boat and seeing how much yeah. that would cost. It's, it doesn't seem very feasible. <laughs> Just what happened? Like the, 
I just never remember the traffic being that bad. I well, mean, they're we, doing all that construction on the Deegan and and it, that makes it worse. And the just, traffic starts the traffic starts at like Newark on the Turnpike, and then yeah. it's just bumper to bumper the rest of the way. Like it's oh, it's terrible. Well, I don't know. There needs to be a better train route there, but it sucks. Or they should move move the team to Manhattan to Manhattan and make it easier and take the train. Should have moved anyway. it to Jersey, George. Well, All right, something we're gonna have to endure. But um, until then, who who you got winning the belt against uh, uh, against Milwaukee? Milwaukee. Um, you got the guy that put us in that Ramada in Milwaukee. I'm all man. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with. Let's say, let's let's say. Can I take Judge? Am I an ass if I take Judge? No, you'd probably be pretty smart to t- to take right. Judge. Actually, I'll take Judge. All right, I'll take the other big bopper and I'll go Stan. He's, you know, I know he had a rough night at the plate until that last that bat on Wednesday, but other than that, it seems like he's starting to get some of his timing back. Maybe he hits a couple big home runs as he gets more and more comfortable at the plate again. And uh, well, you you just won the 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 belt prediction. Can you go back and listen to every episode and just see how many times each person won, and then like look at the the outcome? Do you have time to do that today? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. All right, well, let's go Yanks. Yeah, let's go Yankees. Thanks to everybody for listening. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. We are going to have plenty to talk about here down the stretch as the Yankees try to lock up the division and Aaron judge tries to lock up the home run record. So we'll uh, catch up with everybody after the weekend and after this Milwaukee series.